It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And we're back with another episode of Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, as always with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, research tells us that regardless of their abilities, children in high-quality childcare programs are better prepared to enter school and more likely to develop healthy social and emotional skills. When childcare providers offer inclusive childcare, they're supporting not only children with disabilities, but also their parents who can work, go back to school, or just take a break. And Commissioner, that's why every year in February, we celebrate Inclusive Early Learning Week here at DECAL. We do, and it's always uh, right around Valentine's Day, which is uh, really neat. Uh, It's a really important week here at DECAL for us to um, definitely promote and, and really explain what we mean by inclusive early learning. It's such an important part of any quality early learning experience, and it's so important for young kids. So um, lots of fun activities planned and can't wait to hear about them and share them with our listeners. And if you're a provider interested in becoming more inclusive, this is the podcast for you because uh, we're going to put you at ease and let you know how uh, really relatively easy it is with the assistance of our, uh, our specialists. So here to talk about the importance of inclusion in early care and inclusive early learning week are Lindsay Uri, Regional Supervisor of Inclusion and Behavior Support and Inclusion and Behavior Support Specialist Roseanne Hamrick and Megan McGraw. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Reg. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. So first, let's get to know each of you better by talking about how long you've been with DECAL and what you were doing prior to joining our team. Lindsay, let's start with you. Sure. I've been with DECAL six years now, and I have been in the supervisor position for about two years. And prior to that, I served as an inclusion specialist in our team, um, which I really enjoyed the work being out in the field supporting teachers. And then prior to that, I was a George pre-K teacher. So uh, my experience is all in the early childhood world. It is my home. So really happy to be here today to share more about Inclusive Early Learning Week. How about you, Roseanne? I came to DECAL in June of 2020 as an inclusion specialist. And before that, I was a Georgia pre-K teacher for seven years in the classroom. And in that time, I also worked as a mentor for the um, Mountain Ed Charter High School in North Georgia. And then prior to that, I was a substitute teacher for the Pickens County um, School District for eight years. And before that, I did seven years in childcare. So I also have spent my entire life working in early childhood education. That's my home as well. So I'm super excited to be here. And I'm really excited. This is my first year with um, Early Inclusive Learning Week. So I'm really excited to be a part of it. That's great. You guys have got a rich background in childcare here and some shout outs both to childcare and Georgia's pre-K program. That's that's great. And Megan? Um, I have been here a year, February 1st, with DECAL. And my background is I was a certified child life specialist in a pediatric intensive care unit in a hospital for 12 years. And I came to DECAL, and I've been here a year, and I'm excited as well to be a part of the early inclusive learning week here with DECAL. 
Well, Megan caps it because pediatric uh, work is amazing. And um, how, how would you compare that with what you're doing now? When one of my roles as a certified child life specialist was to help normalize the environment for children within a hospital and using my schooling with child and family development and using my background in um, just knowing development, I was able to provide the children with the appropriate normalization and things that they needed to keep them a kid while they're in the hospital and help them thrive and grow throughout their time that they were there, whether it be for a few hours or, a, you know, it could be a few months. Right. That's amazing. Um, and it's all about early intervention. I don't think you get much earlier than that. So that's, uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's great background. Well, in February, around Valentine's Day, this year, February the 7th through the 13th, we hold something called Inclusive Early Learning Week. And uh, how would you describe the purpose of this special week? Absolutely. The purpose and the mission of DECAL's Inclusive Early Learning Week is to promote those inclusive practices within the early learning environment across Georgia. And again, you know, marking your calendars for the 7th through the 13th. And we celebrate this week around Valentine's Day every year. And there are lots of great resources for teachers to make plans to create those meaningful ways for their programs, their children, their families, and their community to come together and celebrate inclusion. You know, I don't think we can talk about Inclusive Early Learning Week without a shout out to one of our former DECAL team members, and that's Brandy Laquetta, uh, who kind of had this idea. How many years have we been celebrating Inclusive Early Learning Week? We have been celebrating for four years, and this will be our fifth year of celebration. And if providers are listening and they want to get involved, um, what can we do for them? Absolutely. We have tons of resources on social media, uh, follow Instagram, Facebook for all of the details throughout the week. And there is a provider celebration toolkit that is on the website with lots of wonderful ideas and things to do for your child care programs throughout the week. You know, a true compliment to you guys and uh, the work that we've done in the past around Inclusive Early Learning Week is the fact that on our social media uh, messaging, I've gotten several messages from people saying, where's the toolkit? Where's the toolkit for Inclusive Early Learning Week? So they're already thinking uh, ahead of time. You know, when we talk about inclusion and inclusive early learning, what does that mean? And, and how does it look in a child care program? Sure. So really, the way I like to think about it is, you know, kind of zooming out and thinking about just including all children, regardless of their ability. So we want to think about just those unique needs that each child has, and just making some small changes in the classroom so that everyone can be successful. So that can look like just changing an activity around or, you know, including um, some different elements into your classroom, like using pictures. So sometimes we think that it's a lot of really big things that we need to do, but turns out it's just a lot of small things that we can do to make every child successful. And the fact is the research shows that this is beneficial both for the children with and without uh, disabilities, which I think is interesting. But what are some of the benefits for children and, and teachers and families? <clears throat> there are so many benefits to inclusion. 
Um, it provides children with the opportunity to learn and make new friends while appreciating the differences in others and in themselves. Um, it helps children to be resourceful, um, to be creative and cooperative as they build a sense of belonging with when they come together as a classroom community. Uh, for the teachers, they appreciate the differences and unique qualities in all the individuals. Educators are building upon their own experiences and skills as well, and they truly do believe in equal opportunities and rights for all, and the inclusive classroom is just a great way to advocate for this cause. And families benefit from greater childcare choices, links to the community and different resources and services, as well as contacts with other family and families within the community. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about you guys for a second. What kind of support can inclusion and behavior support specialists uh, here at DECAL offer to teachers or administrators uh, related to inclusive practices? Absolutely. Inclusion and behavior support specialists, we are available to provide free state-approved trainings around topics of inclusion and positive behavior support. There's two specific inclusion models that we use um, and are able to present to teachers for those supportive trainings, and that's an adaptations training and a count-me-in training. And those are, again, part of the inclusion models. The inclusion and behavior support specialist, we you know, provide that professional development like I talked about, we're able to support programs in identifying and addressing barriers to inclusion and challenging behaviors. We're able to provide resources and information about inclusion and other topics. We're able to assist with any kind of referrals to community resources and coaching around classroom practices, again, to promote those um, inclusion practices and relationships. And on the website, we also have an inclusive childcare booklet that's available as another resource for teachers and childcare centers out there. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Inclusive Early Learning Week here at DECAL, February the 7th through the 13th. Your opportunity to get involved and uh, make sure that your program is uh, inclusive in uh, in every possible way. What about providers serving children with persistent challenging behaviors? Absolutely. We can certainly support those programs as well because we know that sometimes children with disabilities also have challenging behaviors. And we also know sometimes children who have challenging behaviors may not ha be receiving any services yet. Um, so we know there is a need. So we can support that. Uh, Megan mentioned already some of the ways that we support, but we also, in addition to our inclusion modules, we have um, a series of uh, trainings related to challenging behavior. And we can target those around preschool pre-K uh, classrooms and some of the ideas and strategies that we can implement in those age classrooms. But we also have um, infant toddler modules as well, um, because we know sometimes toddlers can have some tough behaviors also. So we can do that through our training. We can also um, support teachers through coaching. Um, so our specialists are available to work with a teacher to develop his or her, co uh, his or her classroom practices. 
Um, so that's one way. And then we also, for our kids who have the most significant of challenging behaviors, we can also provide um, our tier three intervention services. So we work with the teacher and the program um, to develop a behavior intervention plan um, to really meet those individual needs. That's great. Great to know. Um, you know, whenever we're talking about something like this, I always like to do what I, what I call flesh out a, uh, a story, a scenario, maybe that sticks out in your mind. Uh, so could each of you share a personal story of how you've seen inclusive early learning practiced uh, here in Georgia? Well, I can go first. Um, I, when I was serving in the inclusion specialist role, I had many opportunities to work with some really great teachers across the state of Georgia. Um, and in particular, I had a teacher who um, was really struggling with a buddy who was having some tough behaviors, um, but also was going through the referral process with the school district. So we were trying to put some supports in place while that process was getting started. Um, and we just made some simple changes in the classroom. We added some visuals. Um, we used a timer so that the child knew how long an activity was going to last for. Um, and we would make group time shorter. So we made some really small changes that had some really big impact for this particular child. Um, and thankfully, you know, with the support of the teacher and the program, this child was able to be successful in his Georgia pre-K day. So it was one of those um, stories that stands out to me is just, you know, really filling my heart around those inclusive practices. Sure. Roseanne, how about you? I have a personal story from pre-K, and this kind of touches on the benefits of children within an inclusive classroom. And um, this was the end of a school year, and I had a student come to my room, and he did not speak any English. He came from the Philippines. He spoke a language called Tagalog. Never, you know, I had never heard of it. And I was so nervous. I was worried, you know, how am I going to prepare him for kindergarten? He just come here. How would my students accept him? You know, it's the end of the year. We've all been together. I had so many questions. I was so concerned. And my students taught me about inclusion in the first few weeks he was in our room. They were 100% accepting. They did not even notice that their words were different. They, they laughed. They played games. They showed him all the routines, they, they just took over. And it was just like, they were best friends and they just helped every, every day they helped and showed him what to do. And these four-year-olds were nurturing and loving and they showed empathy and they made the transition easy for a student who could not understand a single word being spoken during the day. And together as a classroom community, we had inclusion and it was just, the best experience for all of us, like the whole, as a classroom as a whole, for the teacher, for the new student that came, and just the whole classroom community. It was just a, it was a very heartwarming experience to, to see and to be a part of. Yeah, very unique story too. How did he do at the end of the year? Was it, uh, did you see a marked difference? Yes, he actually started. It is amazing how he started learning words. I mean, of course, from me as we work together, but he learned so much from the students, just, just the interaction together and them playing together. And he just started picking up from them and just took off. And he flourished. I mean, just in the few weeks he was with us, it was just such a change and come out of the shell and he was happy. Yeah. You know, and the, I mean, it was, it was a really great experience. What was the language called again? It was called Tagalog. Wow. And it was from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, so just totally new experience for all of us. <laughs> I was going to say, and did you learn any tag along? Well, we did. We actually <laughs> um, went and started researching and looking up just some basic words to try to just help him feel comfortable, you know, just some just some simple language words. And then mom also spoke both languages, you know, proficiently. So I got with mom and, you know, and we worked back and forth. And so it was just a really great and a really neat experience to have in the classroom. I love that story. It, it sounds like tag along. So I can kind of, I yes, remember that yes. a little bit. That's great. Megan, how about you? What's a, a personal story of something you've observed? Personally, my story is that I have had the wonderful opportunity to observe virtually since we are all living in this virtual world of seeing the classrooms through Zooms whenever we do those coaching um, opportunities with teachers to see these teachers in the classroom providing those friendship skills, teaching friendship skills, teaching that empathy that Roseanne talked about and being able to help with that social development of children within their classroom. And it's just been really great to see teachers teaching children how to be good friends and follow rules and what expectations to follow and really providing those adaptations to materials and equipment to make sure that they're including all children within their schedules and routines. So that's been really wonderful to see on a virtual platform since that is what we are doing currently. <laughs> that's how we're living. Yeah. And, and who knew yes. that in 2020 for the most of the year and in, on into 2021, we want to think everything was going to change on January 1st, but hello, we're still, <laughs> we're still living in the virtual world, but that's great that you can do that and, uh, and be a part of that. Uh, so let's say a provider is listening today. They want to make their program more inclusive. Um, where do you start? There are a lot of resources available. Um, if you visit decal.georgia.gov, you can follow the links there. Um, you can go to instructional supports and inclusion and behavior, and you will find a wealth of resources to get your program started. We also have our helpline number at one 354 4357, where you can receive live support and information about all of the services we provide. And uh, Lindsay, let's talk about the inclusion and behavior support specialist. I know, I think we've added to our team uh, recently. How many are there and, and how do they work across the state? Yeah, so big changes coming to our unit. Um, we have, we've added two new positions. The two new positions will be located um, in the South region and also the Central West Northwest region. So to those areas of the state, since there is a higher need in those areas. Um, so we are in the process of hiring. So look to the website for more info if you feel like that's something that you're called to do. Um, but when once we're fully staffed, I believe we should have up to 24 specialists. I might need to check that number, but we should have um, a full team. And so more uh, specialists means more support across the state of Georgia. So we're really excited to continue to grow. Yeah. We've literally seen this start from humble beginnings. And, Very uh, much. Now, you know, uh, we pride ourselves on the fact that we're not just a, uh, an agency that is 
um, limited to Atlanta. We're all over the state, and many of our folks work out of their homes on a regular basis. If you want to reach one of our support specialists, uh, how do they go about doing that? Absolutely. Families, teachers, and providers, they can contact our Georgia Seeds Helpline. Roseanne recited the number. I'll give it to you one more time. And that helpline number is 833-354-4357. Or they can email inclusion at decal.ga.gov. And one of our supervisors will be happy to assist them with any questions that they may have. That's great. You may be listening today and thinking, wow, you know, I want to do that. I have always wanted to do that. I just don't know how. And I think you can tell just hearing the voices of uh, our three guests today that these are folks with a heart uh, for this mission, really. Um, I think Lindsay said, if you feel called to do this kind of work uh, with the openings that they have, and it's so important. So uh, I hope you hear um, the fact that they want to help you begin and, and it's baby steps, no pun intended. It really is when you first get started with this and then you grow as we move along. So please uh, take advantage of this opportunity. Okay, guys, tell us one more time. When is Inclusive Early Learning Week? Where should they look to find uh, more information? So Inclusive Early Learning Week is February 7th through the 13th. And if you would like more information on how you can celebrate in your program with us, please look at the DECAL website. Um, Roseanne mentioned that you can find lots of information under the Inclusion and Behavior Support tab. Also stay tuned to social media. Megan mentioned Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all the platforms. We will be sending out lots and lots of social media blasts the week of IELW. So stay tuned and please engage with us. We want to see how you're celebrating. So get involved and share all the great things that are happening in your program. And that's really whether you're virtual or in person. We would love to, especially in this year, this very unusual year, we would love to see um, the, uh, I think Megan was saying uh, in the virtual classrooms um, settings, let us know uh, what you're doing because we would love to hear more about it. Well, folks, this has been great. I've loved your stories and um, so glad that you're uh, on the team. We're excited about Inclusive Early Learning Week uh, coming up here in just a few days. Lindsay, Megan, and Roseanne, thanks so much for joining us and good luck with a great week ahead. Thanks, Red. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, this is Barbara Sanders and IT application support here in Atlanta, Georgia. My question for Commissioner Jacob is, I understand this is your birthday month. Happy belated birthday and I hope you enjoyed it. What did you do for your birthday? Well, Barbara, it's so good to hear from you. And thank you um, very much for those birthday wishes. It is uh, my birthday month. And, you know, when you get older, it just kind of becomes a day. I worked like usual, but my, my children did make me homemade cards and we had cake and my husband and I got to go out to dinner. Um, so overall, it was a it was a nice birthday. My daughter's birthday is two days later. So it's really all about her. Um, which um, that was really bad timing on my part, but, <laughs> but that's okay. It was, um, it was, it was a good day overall. And I appreciate all the birthday wishes I received from my decal friends. I was going to say, it's a lot different with our birthdays uh, around the office because we're all working from home 
And normally, you know, there are at least some cupcakes involved right. and you walk down the hall and everybody takes part. So exactly. I missed that part. Maybe next year. Yeah. Hey, it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers we receive. Email your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. What are the dates for this year's Inclusive Early Learning Week in Georgia? What are the dates for this year's Inclusive Early Learning Week in Georgia? Send us your answer. We'll put all the correct answers together. Draw one name and you'll win a prize. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.